I want my Bible gum, Bible gum, Bible gum, Bible gum, Bible gum. Hello and welcome to Bible Gum, the show that brings you Bible insights, lessons, and humor three times per week. I'm your host, Ash, and today is Friday, the day of the week that gives me the freedom to do follow ups, respond to feedbacks, and just freestyle whatever is on my head with minimal editing. So during all this COVID-19 lockdown, my church has been doing some renovations. What started off as minor repairs has turned into a massive project. We knew there were some issues on the roof because there were spots and watermarks. However, after the work started, we found 31 holes on the roof. Yes, that is 31, as in 10 times 3 plus 1. Needless to say, it is a much bigger project than we ever anticipated. And it reminds me a lot of the church I grew up in. I remember when I was in high school, they first started to do some renovations on the pews. And once they started that, they realized the foundation and all the the columns that were holding up everything were rotted out. It was a 200 plus year old building and the work just continued and continued. As the workmen dug up one thing, they found another problem. And funny enough, this construction went on right through high school and while I was in college. And in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if this work was still going on today. Thankfully, at this church, it only took a few weeks. However, the renovations and the problems were much larger than we anticipated. Now, during this time, even though we've been meeting on Zoom and doing Facebook and WhatsApp and all these different digital ways of doing meetings, we've still been dropping off our tithes and offering at the church. And I know a lot of people are often turned off by the idea of a church collecting offering or giving money, but it's times like this when you find 31 holes in a roof that you know exactly where your money is going. Especially growing up in church, it was always a big turnoff to me when churches were asking for money. On this side of things, when I'm actually involved with the church and I know exactly where it is going, I do see the great need for the finances. I'm not exactly sure how I got onto this topic, but I will just continue with it. Tithes and offering and whatever money a church brings in through its members, those funds should be distributed to use for the expenses of running the building. I mean, there's electricity, there's cable, there's internet, and all these things that help to run printer paper and all sorts of things, and it all costs money, and that is really where the offering money should be going. Now, as a member of a church, I have no problem with contributing to such expenses because at the end of the day, we all get the benefit from it, and we're able to help people on the outside. Now, what is a big turnoff and something I'm still not really in favor of is when a church starts to go out and starts to ask money from the public. I just don't think it's a very good look. As God's people and God's children, we shouldn't be out there begging from the world. After all, what we have is something that we should be sharing with the world, not taking from the world. Again, I have no problem with giving to the church or the members chipping in to buy something, such as fixing this roof, or if, you know, the treasury doesn't have such a thing, if the pastor and the members go to each other and say, hey, we need to chip in a little extra. However, I know a lot of times they have these pew rallies and they have these fundraisers and all sorts of things. And they're, you know, trying to gain funds from the outside. And I don't know. I just I've always been bothered by that and I still don't support it today. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Have you ever been approached by a Christian or anyone, you know, from another church or anything that they wanted you to contribute to whatever construction project or renovations that were going on in their church? How do you feel about that? I know personally, if my church were to do that, say we're going to have some kind of fundraiser and go out and ask people for donations, I would object to it. 
Reason being, I think the upkeep and everything that is uh, all the expenses within the church should be paid for by the members and the free will offering and whatever they're giving to contribute. If we as members see a great need for, let's say, patching 31 holes in a roof, I think it's our responsibility to take care of that. And when we should be going out in the world and spreading the gospel and having Bible studies and doing all these other things, giving out Bibles and all those things to the public, I don't think that we should go out there and actually uh, demand money or request money from them. I just don't think it's a very good look. But thank God we're not doing that. It's just something I was thinking about because I've known in the past different churches or different organizations I've been involved with, we've been called to do that. And I'm just grateful in this case, even though it is so many holes and it's going to cost way more than we had budgeted for or planned for, we don't have to go out and do that. Anyways, going back to the whole topic of COVID-19, the lockdown and all that stuff, I just think it's really cool that now we're getting ready to start having services again. I know restrictions in many countries, including where I am, has been lifted on churches so we can start meeting again, which is very cool. The only thing that's holding us back right now is these renovations. But I tell you what, if nothing else, through all this thing with Zoom and all these virtual meetings and everything, it really makes me appreciate these in-person meetings. Don't get me wrong, it is awesome that we have had the ability to still have services digitally or virtually, but it just does not replace the saints getting together and praying together, fellowshipping together and singing and all those things that you can do in person as a group. And believe it or not, I'm an introvert and I really don't go out into the public or big events or I don't like crowds. However, when it comes to church and meetings, I think it's something that has to really be done in person. I'm grateful for the temporary fix that we do have, but I can't wait until we get back to quote unquote normal times. So what's going on on your side of the headphones, if you will? Have you attended any virtual church meetings? Have you been watching videos or anything? How has this uh, lockdown been affecting your Bible study and your faith? Hopefully this podcast has been helpful to you during all of this. I mean, if nothing else, I am grateful that I've had the opportunity to be in your ear and be able to provide a laugh and a little insight. But as we go into the weekend, I just want to say have a wonderful time. And I know in the U.S. it is going to be Memorial Day on Monday and Labor Day in Jamaica and on many other countries. Well, it's going to be Monday everywhere. But either way, I know that Bible Gum will be here for you. So be safe, and I look forward to having something ready for you on Monday. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, anything like that, please feel free to shoot them my way. Of course, I would love to know what you think about this quote-unquote freestyling or whatever you want to call it, a Freedom Friday, anything like that. For the most part, I am just going off of anything that comes to my mind. I have some notes here just jotted down, but generally speaking, I'm just making this up as I go along, and anything that comes to my head, I am sharing it with you. It's not as structured as, say, my Mondays and Wednesdays, but I think this helps me to be conversational and it really does help me to be a better presenter and absolutely makes me more conscious of my ums and ahs and so many other things. And I'm just looking forward to whatever skills I can gain and be a better presenter and speaker by doing this. You can find additional information at BibleGum.org or on Twitter and Instagram at BibleGumPodcast. And remember, share your BibleGum with a friend. You can listen and share for free on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast app. Thanks for listening. Until next time, later.